Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with my partner, Bo Matthews. Bo, thanks for being here another week and thanks to everybody for listening to another week of Second Amendment Radio. I'll tell you what, out of all the weeks that we've been leading up to the show, uh, going through the Biden campaign uh, website and looking at all the uh, the things to do with Second Amendment, uh, today is uh, pay dirt. This is, this is, he's moving, he's moving now. Yes. Uh, him and uh, Kamala are, uh, or Kamala are doing, uh, they're rolling out some of their things. So I'm sure we're going to talk about that. But oh, yeah. uh, today is, today is amazing this, yeah. at the time of this recording. I so exactly. That's a, that's a great point. So this is all pretty fresh as we are recording this. As you guys know, uh, we record the show before the weekend. It gives our podcasters an opportunity to download the show uh, before the weekend even starts. You can get this show's podcast on Fridays. And then we have a second podcast that we release every week, the podcast exclusive, very clever name, um, that gets released on Mondays. So you can uh, you can take Second Amendment with you, Second Amendment Radio with you throughout the entire weekend. You can get the Second Amendment Radio podcast just about anywhere you get podcasts. But I would recommend the Odyssey app, no longer the Radio.com app. If you had us on the Radio.com app, it should have updated. You should have that should have just automatically changed from. Radio.com to Odyssey, and you should be fine. You should still have everything, and you should still be able to get our podcast. Um, if not, please let me know. You can tweet me at TonyColombo971, or just make sure that you've you know, signed up, that you're still signed up for the podcast or favorite the radio station, but you should be just fine. It should have just been a smooth update from Radio.com to Odyssey. And if you have been um, thinking about downloading our podcast and have never done that before, Instead of going into your Google Play Store or your App Store and buy and and downloading the Radio.com app, download the Odyssey app, and it's free. I didn't should not have even started to say the word buy. You almost did. I know. So do I understand free, if free, I can't free. figure out I, if I can't figure out how to get it on my phone, Tony Colombo is going to come to my house and show me how to get the <laughs> app on my phone. If you That's tweet so kind. me and ask me for help, I will <laughs> attempt to help via Twitter as much as I can. There you go. Oh, yes. okay, okay. <laughs> yes. And, uh, Bo, to your point, with all the news happening this week, uh, this is a this is going to be a true Second Amendment radio and the great outdoors because there's so much happening this week. It was a beautiful week, uh, by and large, weather-wise. And so a lot of people getting outside for the first time uh, this year, 
getting a chance to enjoy the great outdoors, hopefully getting out and doing some fishing or just, you know, getting outside and doing some camping or hiking or whatever. Um, So we are going to talk about that since it's so fresh in everyone's mind. We're going to talk about fishing with our buddy Mike Marfell uh, in the podcast exclusive this week. So that is going to be great. We are also going to talk about all of the news happening with uh, Virginia Caller, our Virginia Cruda from The Daily Caller, um, and get updated and up to speed on all of this news that has dropped this week with Virginia coming up here in just a few minutes. And uh, we also have a guest, Ryan Conley, Bo, who uh, you can tell us about. Yeah, you know, I just uh, met with Ryan uh, yesterday, and we had a great visit, and he's all excited to tell this story. He's He is a true outdoorsman. I mean, from single digits in, in life, he has been a hunter and outdoorsman. Uh, he's about ready to do the MR uh, 340, I think it is, that, that ca- the kayak uh, uh, challenge across the state of Missouri. But he recently went on a, a hog hunt in Texas, and I said, dude, we got to have you on the show and the beauty is, uh, the the bonus is, is he is also so in love with this show, he's going to be actually sponsoring or uh, running his uh, commercials for his company, oh, nice. In Season Financial. That's so fantastic. It's kind of uh, synergistic. It's it's actually pretty cool. Very nice guy. You're going to love it. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to talking to Ryan a little bit later on in the show. And joining us now to start things off, we always talk to our friends at Southern Armory. Armory, excuse me. Usually it's Aaron. But uh, last week, and again this week, it's Jessica Tarlow, and it's so great to talk to Jessica once again. Jess, thanks so much for your time today. How's it going? It's going. It's been a busy day already. <laughs> yeah. Today with everything going on. So. Yeah, no kidding. So, um, as we mentioned, as we record this, the news about Joe Biden, which uh, we'll get into the details, like I said, with Virginia Cruda um, in the next segment. But, uh, you know, he's going to be going after ghost guns was a big part of this and going after uh, like AR kits or gun building kits, which I know is something that we have talked uh, with Aaron a lot about. There's really cool videos on the Southern Armory Facebook page that people can go and see Aaron actually building guns or taking apart and putting together guns. So I know that's, you know, there's definitely a, a, a part of your customer base and part of the um, the the gun community that um, you know likes to build their own guns, like to buy these kits and things like that. So it looks like this is going to um, uh, could very much uh, impact uh, people in that way. Have you guys had a chance to get any other reaction, or is it still too fresh? Have 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 your customers talked about this at all? Do you have any sort of insight from what your customers are thinking, or people within the gun industry are thinking uh, now that that President Biden, as Bo said, looks like he's finally going to go full steam ahead with all the things that he talked about when he was running for president? So, I mean, of course, our customers are very concerned about what he is going to try to do. Um, A lot of people are saying, you know, well, let him sign whatever executive orders he wants because it's going to end up getting tied up in court when you have all of these attorneys filing, you know, appeals for these actions. But, um, I mean, when it comes to the ghost guns, we do have customers that like to buy what they call an 80% lower. Um, that is either a block of aluminum or um, a polymer that is in the shape of a lower receiver. It has most of your holes drilled out, but the essential ones. And then you have to finish milling out that, you know, essentially your lower to build your gun off of. 
um, those don't have serial numbers. And I know that's one of the things they're trying to target so that way they can trace those. Um, but I mean, by the legal definition of what a gun is, I mean, that block of aluminum until it's completely milled out is just a block of aluminum and Biden wants them serialized so that way they can track them. I really wish, Jess, that uh, that they would look at the the main issues when we see horrible headlines of a shooting uh, in an office or, uh, God forbid, a school or something like that. Uh, I think so many people that support the Constitution and Second Amendment that they believe it is a uh, it's a mental uh, illness issue. Right. And uh, uh, no firearm can take itself out of a box and shoot somebody. It's not dangerous that way, just like uh, an automobile. An automobile doesn't drive itself to kill somebody, right? It's, you know, accidents happen. I get that. But um, he's pushing two gun control laws that would uh, go even further with these things. He said, we should also ban assault weapons. This is perking everybody's ears up and high capacity magazines in this country. Biden said, he said, there's no reason a person would need a weapon that can hold a hundred rounds. Who, who is he to tell people what they need and what they want? I don't, I don't get that. He says, we should also eliminate gun manufacturers from the immunity they receive from the Congress, uh, referring to the protection of lawful commerce in arms acts, a law that prevents gun makers from being sued for crimes committed with guns they legally they sell legally. Here's the deal. That means you should be able to sue an automobile maker. Right. If, exactly. Uh, we've had that argument before. Or, or a knife manufacturer or you know, you, any, any any anybody that. Yeah. If you intentionally uh, use your car in an act of malice, which we have seen, unfortunately. The focus is on the person. Yeah. It's not Chevy's fault or Ford's fault for the the car that that person used. So there's absolutely no difference. But, yeah, Jess, I'd love to get all your your thoughts on on what Bo was just talking about. So one of the things, and Bo and I leading up to the show, we're kind of starting to dabble into the conversation with this, is um, we have a background check system that is supposed to weed out the people that are not supposed to have access to guns. And unfortunately, criminals are criminals. And if they don't buy them legally through a dealer, unfortunately, a criminal is going to break the law. They're going to find a way to get an item to commit the crime they want to commit, whether it's a gun, a baseball bat, a knife, a vehicle. You know, they're, if they have it set that they're going to commit that crime, they're going to find a way to do it. Um, but with the NICS system, we run a background check, and it has all of that information within the NICS system. If you've been adjudicated mentally diseased or defective, so you've had your rights taken away because of a, ment- a mental disorder, um, it flags you in the system, and it tells us that you're not allowed to buy a, a firearm. Now, the downside to that is right now we have our 50 states, plus you have the U.S. territories, but only 30 of the United States actually report to the NICS system and use the NICS system appropriately and have the full resource of that to run background checks for guns. And that is a state decision. That is Mm -hmm. something that each individual state decides, are we going to run it through the NICS system? Are we going to have the state police control the background checks? Are we going to have the State Bureau of Investigation run the background checks? And unfortunately, right now, only 30 of those states actually, you know, operate under the NICS system to do background checks. And um, what are the other also, 20 states? What are the other 20 states use? Anything or nothing? So they will run. So like um, when you run a background check through some of the other states, they will run it through the Bureau of Investigation or the state police. 
they have a limited access to the NIC system, but they don't have as much access as all of the states that are completely 100% involved in the NIC system. Um, and can so you say what what does the NIC system stand for? What does NIC so what what does NIC stand for? It's the National Criminal Instant uh, Background Check System. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, and when we run a background check, they run for or they run your name and they look for any open cases or past history of domestic assault, um, restraining orders, mental you know mental issues, um, even a dishonorable discharge from the military is a disqualifying factor on a background check for a firearm. So if you served in the military and you were dishonorably discharged, you'll never be able to buy a firearm again. Um, and these are all just things that the NIC system pulls up when we run it. They don't tell us what comes up in the system. The NIC system and the person on the government end that is running the background check sees these things, and they give us an answer of a proceed, a delay, or a deny. Um, and if you get a proceed, you cleared the background check, you're able to take the gun with you. But if they deny you, all we get in our end is a box that says, hey, this customer was denied. They can't take possession of the firearm. Um, and unfortunately, we have seen some people that were denied improperly, and they have been able to challenge it and get it overturned because of identities being stolen or various other things. But the NICS system is there for a reason, and we need to use the system that we have And it should be one of those things where if they want to make a general ruling and they want to say, oh, well, this person shouldn't have a gun, then all 50 states should have to be accessing the same database that says that person can't have a gun. That is Jessica Tarlow from Southern Armory, one of the great sponsors of this show and this radio station. Uh, Jessica, if things couldn't get uh, crazier in the gun industry or maybe just when we thought things couldn't get crazier in the firearms industry after the year uh, that you guys have had, it looks like it may actually even get taken up a notch as we watch how the president and other lawmakers in Washington, D.C. are going to roll out all of these things. Uh, in the meantime, for the people that are... Yeah, and in, in the meantime, for the people that are listening that want to exercise their Second Amendment rights and would like to do so at Southern Armory, what are all the best places to find you on the Internet, social media, and, of course, in person? So to gain access to our current inventory and pricing, um, we will post things on our Facebook page, Southern Armory, Um, You can see things that we're receiving when we post them on there. You can also give us a call at 314-965-GUNS. That's 314-965-4867. You can also go to our website to get our information, um, and that is southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I I just am automatically, no pun intended, triggered whenever (laughs) I hear the website. I, uh, it's like Pavlov's dog. I have to repeat it because I've been doing it for so long. Uh, Jessica, thank you again. Thanks for everything that Southern Armory does for the show and the station for being one of our great sponsors. And we will talk to you guys again real soon. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. You bet. See you, Uh, Jess. All right, let's go ahead and take this first break. And when we get back, we will dive into some more of these news stories and headlines out of Washington, D.C. with our friend Virginia Cruda from The Daily Caller. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio 
and the great outdoors. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello and welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with my partner Bo Matthews. And uh, Bo, it's like you mentioned in that last segment, it looks like things are heating up in Washington, D.C. Well, it is, and uh, we've been waiting for it, and sadly, uh, we had talked to uh, Virginia Cruda a few weeks ago, and she was like, oh, we're waiting for, you know, they're probably waiting for the next, uh, you know, tragedy, hmm. which uh, it's only of. been it's only been days, and of course, now it's on the mind, a lot of people, um, but you know what? I was just thinking about this. The, the red flag laws might have helped the guy, the family, and the people in Colorado, because he was all, he was already... Uh, displaying disturbing uh, actions and and things so but the red flag laws are so dangerous as we've talked about on this program Uh, so it's just it's it's a scary time yeah a red flag law the way that they are presented by the media and by politicians on the left or even on the right that don't that haven't done the research like what what is presented by the media is something that I could have a conversation about and potentially even get behind. But the reality of red flag laws are far from what the explanation that's given by politicians and media members. I I don't even think we need to call them red flag laws because we need to uh, we need to help our family members that are having illnesses mentally. Uh, But we also have to, you know, if you see something, say something like the guy in Nashville blowing up the bombs for two years. Yep. People were calling and saying this guy's building bombs. I mean, he talks about it. He's doing it. That's a Um, red flag. But it's a red flag. But it's a law. It's a law. But yeah, yeah. I'm saying the red flags are already there. Let's go ahead and get Virginia (laughs) into this conversation. As I mentioned in the last segment, joining us now on the phone is our friend Virginia Virginia Cruda from the Daily Caller. Virginia, always great to talk with you, my friend. How are you? I am doing well. I can't. (laughs) Well. I, I can only complain about what they're what they're doing yeah. in Washington. <laughs> right. So let's let's no. start right there with with uh, with red flags. So the the um, the the quick uh, synopsis of a red flag law is the way it's, it's supposed to be is it's put in place so people can report uh, somebody who is potentially right. dangerous that has a gun that's potentially dangerous to themselves or others. And it's supposed to be a quick, safe way for authorities to get involved and to get those guns out of those people's hands. So they don't end up hurting themselves or others again on the surface. Sounds like not a bad idea and yeah. something that I could have a conversation about. But the truth is, in all the red flag laws that we've talked about on this show and have witnessed across the country, um, they are misused. They don't stick to any basic principles about 
well, when does due process kick in? When do I get to, when does the gun owner get right. to have a, have say in the matter and, and be able to present their side of the story and get their guns back? We've heard about people losing their guns for over a year on false you know, claims that accusations, were yeah, yeah. false accusations made by a, a, a spouse or, you know, a lot of times it's a it's a, a neighbor who it's, you know, or, or some kind of family dispute and there's a, an issue. And so, the you know, the red flag laws are being misused in, in, a, in a, all these different uh, situations. So it's not the it's not the common sense fix that many in the media yeah. and in Washington, D.C. would have you believe it is. Uh, what do you think of red flag laws and then also well, just what the president <laughs> has talked about this week in general? I, let me let me give you an unpopular opinion <laughs> All right. Um, on, on red flag laws. They're not being misused. They are designed to be misused hmm. as far as as far as what you're seeing, what they're saying in the media, because the reality is the way our Constitution is divine, designed, the way our rights are framed in the Constitution, there is no, oh, well, you know, you can suspend due process just this once. Due process exists and you can't circumvent it because the minute you do, then you open the door for all this misuse. And so red flag laws are a way to codify the ability to negate due process, essentially. That's what they're doing. They're saying, and I mean, think of any other situation. Like, what would you, um, like drug laws, you're essentially um, making it illegal for people to harm themselves using foreign substances. Would you be, do you have a problem with that? I mean, at at what point, I mean, I I realize that, you know, somebody who has a, a mental problem and has access to a firearm is a potential threat, but that's it. They're a potential threat. And are, are we punishing thought crimes or possible crimes, or are we punishing actual crimes? You run into this thing where you're punishing someone before they've actually done something. Now, when, when you look at Nashville and they've, he's been building bombs, we know he's been building bombs, that's what you look into. That's an actual red flag. But a, a, a man calling... Um, calling the police and saying, my ex-wife has a gun and I'm afraid she might hurt me. How mm. long before that's the standard? Yep. And, 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 and do you, right. can you allow that without, without seriously damaging the concept of due process? And in our country, you are innocent until proven guilty. Um, so I, I believe that if you see something, uh, you should say something. If you, you know, it, right, it, it's right. different than normal. But I think it's too easy to uh, to utilize that red flag law to protect the accuser. Exactly. Um, there's been so many headlines of people falsely accusing of somebody, and then nothing mm-hmm. happens to the person that's falsely right. doing the accusing falsely. It's 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 horrible. And I would like to shift well, gears real they quick. Can say that. Well, I, I I genuinely believe that's all they have to say. Yeah, but they got to corroborate that. You know, believed. Well, you would think, but that's what happens when you suspend due process. You no longer need evidence to convict somebody. Right. Uh, about a week or so ago, I saw President Biden uh, talking about the ghost guns. Of course, people hear ghost right. guns that are not familiar with them and they get scared because, <laughs> you know, it's a scary name. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, right. as I'm watching it, as I'm watching it, I got to be honest with you, T, that it almost felt like he was advertising to people that, hey, 
you want to get one of these, uh, you know, th this is what he's going to try and ban. But he, it was almost like he was advertising. This is how you can get a gun that has no serial number, right. anything like that. Uh, right. Just More like people know right. about ghost guns now than ever knew about them before because they're not they're a niche thing like the bump stock right. was in in Vegas. That was not really something that was a big thing in the gun community. Right. It was no, just for a small no. uh, group of people. And so, it's yeah, for collectors. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia. Well, so basically that, a ghost gun is any gun that you can yeah. build yourself that therefore doesn't exactly. have a, a serial number. So, you know, you buy these uh, these these building kits or you go out and buy the parts yourself. And I don't know what the stats are exactly. Maybe you do, Virginia. But uh, my guess is that the vast majority of the gun crimes committed in this country are not being done by people who are <laughs> right, building right. their using their gun that they build out of the kit that they bought. Yeah, not right. too many uh, criminals you know, have uh, shops. Yeah, exactly. Now, wh what I would say and uh, about the ghost guns, about a lot of the gun legislation that they're pushing right now, um, and 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 that they've pushed in the past, and even and will push in the future, it's it's an end run around not actually doing anything about the real problem. Because if think about this, this is President Joe Biden was standing up and talking about the gun violence epidemic in, in this country, talking about how we need to pass all of these new laws and we really just need real action. And his son is under investigation for a <laughs> felony involving improperly filling out um, the, the paperwork necessary to get a gun. Hmm. Okay, hmm. so, and that's the thing. People lie on those forms all the time. And that's not being checked. So what you're, what, what they're doing is they're creating these laws that one criminals aren't going to follow anyway. But but the main exactly. thing is they're not enforcing the laws we already have. They're not they're not taking an interest in enforcing the laws that we already have. And if you think about the number of people who maybe got a gun even though they had a mental illness, but they did so by lying on that same form that Hunter Biden did. These these laws are can, like so can we many. Do that first. Yeah, like we exactly. Start? But yeah. but 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 uh, these laws are like so many I issues that we have talked about on the show in the past. It's all for show. It's to it's to it's to uh, be able to point to yeah. legislation that you got passed and you could put it in your yeah, next. See, we did. Yeah, you can put it in and your then, next political ad, but they don't actually solve the problem. They don't actually get to exactly. the heart of the issues, which even as a gun person, I'm saying, look, we can have discussions on how to limit these the, these crimes being committed with firearms. But the ways that they're going about it just aren't it. They're, it's all it's all for well, show. Right. I mean, you go ahead, you, you have to you have to address the crime problem. Yes. And yes. And, and separate it from this this narrative that there's a gun problem. Yes. Think well about said. the okay, number we... of law abiding gun owners there are in this country. If if, you know, conservatives with guns were the problem, you would know. Like, this is not... It, you know what? This, this is going to eventually science. be a money grab. If you want to have a, a magazine that holds, a, you know, 100 rounds or 25 rounds, they're going to tax you. They, that's what they've already talked about. We want to tax you on the weapons you have. Here's the question. We have a, oh, yeah. an entire radio show called Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. We're talking about this. How many criminals are sitting there going, wow, I don't know. President Biden's going to tighten down on the gun laws. Do you, do you think any of them are having no. any conversation about no. that at all? No. no. 
No, oh. great point. Because it's like I said before, the criminals aren't going to follow the laws. The only people who are being impacted by this one way or the other or are the people who are going to follow the laws. Yep. And hey, amen. They, and Preach. they didn't do anything to deserve this. Yep. So, you know, explain to me how this makes sense. I mean, it, it's. It doesn't. It doesn't, and it doesn't and have to. It, it doesn't have to. It just gives them an opportunity to point to, like you said, it get, you know, it gives them an opportunity to point at, at legislation that they accomplished, right. something they can uh, put a check mark uh, next to their name and 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 you know and use in their next political ad. Um, and right. it doesn't. It doesn't make anybody any safer. It only hurts the law-abiding gun owners. And as Bo said, it doesn't. It doesn't limit. The criminals it doesn't stop them in any way i don't know i don't know if you heard and this is just me speaking as as a female gun owner okay um something that biden said he was talking about how red flag laws were specifically red flag laws were going to help protect women from domestic violence and my response was uh good training and judicious use of a firearm is going to do more to protect me from domestic violence than any law he can pass because yeah, well I tell said. you what, at five six and one hundred and thirty pounds, I am never going to have the advantage in the event of an assault. Mm-hmm. No. Unless well you have said. a firearm, and that's why we've seen what, a, a record equalizes that really quick. Yes, yes, and that's why we've seen a record number of people, first time gun buyers, in the last twelve yeah. months. Because they feel that that is the best way to protect themselves. Uh, that is Virginia Cruda, our friend from the Daily Caller. Virginia, uh, before we let you go, tell people how they can read your stuff and follow you on social media. Uh, DailyCaller.com, at the Daily Caller on Twitter, at VA Cruda on Twitter. And I'll leave you with this. It's something that I've said a couple of times, but I repeated it today. There are a lot of things being added to the list of things that we're going to have to reconcile ourselves with because we voted one way to get rid of the mean tweets. Mm. I'm not saying I did. I'm just saying that in general, we're going to have to think about that because, you know, so glad the mean tweets are gone, but man, (laughs) there's a lot of stuff stacking up in that other column. Virginia, always great to talk with you. I hope we can uh, have you back on real soon. Absolutely. All right. Let's go ahead and take another quick break. And when we get back, we will talk to Ryan Conley from Season Financial. He was hog hunting, Bo. So we're going to go out into the great outdoors when we get back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Once again, a big thank you to Virginia Cruda from The Daily Caller for joining us in that last segment. Uh, in a moment here, we're going to talk to Ryan Conley from In Season Financial. We're going to be talking about his recent hog hunting trip, Bo. We've been talking about hog hunting on this show for months. I'm jealous that we're going to talk to somebody who's done it and we actually still, done it yeah and, yeah, and we still haven't uh also want to quickly remind you about our podcast uh we release two podcasts of this show every week this show the radio shows podcast goes out on fridays and the podcast exclusive goes out on monday this week on the podcast exclusive we are going to talk to our buddy mike marfell the professional fisherman he's been in tournaments several tournaments already this year gonna check in with him see how he's been doing and and uh, just kind of get an update 
uh, from the water with Mike, which is always great to talk fishing. So make sure you check out that podcast. You can get our podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, but I would recommend the Odyssey app if you are looking to uh, take full advantage of everything here at the radio station. You can stream the station 24-7. You can rewind live radio. You can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station on the Odyssey app. So go and check that out. It used to be radio.com. Now it's Odyssey. So go and check that out. And, Bo, anytime we get out into the great outdoors, whether we're talking fishing or we're talking hog hunting, it's brought to you by... Razorback Armory, and they are your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. They are supporting the fifth annual Big Dogs Poker Bash by donating a self-defense shotgun. Uh, I saw it yesterday. It was fantastic. And uh, so make sure you check the Big Dogs Poker Bash on Facebook and uh, get signed up to play the game because we're looking for players now. But go see Razorback Armory and find them at RazorbackArmory.com. Good stuff. And when is the Poker Bash? May 16th. Uh, usually a February event, but COVID, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, it's going to be May 16th out of Brookdale Farms in Eureka. It's just the biggest house game you've ever played cards at. You know, it's nice. just so much fun, and it raises money for the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund, uh, which is a great group out there. So there's, that, there's my plug for that. Let's go ahead and get Ryan Conley in the conversation. Ryan from In Season Financial, one of the new sponsors of the radio show in the radio station, which is fantastic. And we certainly appreciate that, Ryan. And uh, looking forward to hearing about the hog hunting trip. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. You bet. So tell us about it. Going hog hunting. Uh, like, yeah. is it something, have you been, are you an outdoorsman in general? Are you a hunter in general? Uh, and how did you land on d- going down to Texas to shoot pigs? <laughs> um, well, to answer your question, yes, uh, outdoorsman, hunter, uh, ever since I was a kid, um, predominantly, um, you know, deer and small game, turkeys, all that, all that great stuff around here. Um, the hog trip was something that was organized by a couple of buddies of mine. Uh, it ended up being six of us that, that went down, down to Texas to, uh, to spend, uh, I think it was four days hunting. Um, and it was, uh, it was a great time. It was a awesome time. If you guys, uh, have a passion for, for wanting to do it, I recommend doing it. It's not that difficult. Hey, Ryan, uh, so I, I've got questions about that trip, but uh, are you already trying to plan a hog hunting trip in the state of Missouri? Because they are obviously moving northbound yeah. and in, infesting our state and, and tearing up ground everywhere. Uh, have you already started working on a local hunt? You know, that's getting that's a little tricky because I think the conservation department has kind of put a moratorium on that to try oh. to trap them. I don't know. I mean, that was the last I heard. Um, but you, cause you're right. The, the state is infested, especially in the Southern part, um, of, of, of Missouri, if they open it up, uh, and again, they might, I might be, you might be ahead of me on this. Uh, I would absolutely be looking to, to go down <laughs> South. To go I think that I, okay. The last I heard, and again, I, I may be a little bit behind on this as well, but the last I heard was it was, you, you could hunt them, you could shoot them, but there's definitely, Ryan, to your point, the state of Missouri, the MDC has some um, information for anybody that's going to do that about the proper way to do it, because sometimes by killing the, the, the right or I guess wrong 
hog could uh, open up a, a spot in the food chain and bring more uh, hogs into the area to try to fill that oh. uh, to try to fill that gap. So uh, they give some they give information to anybody that wants to learn about that kind of stuff. Uh, just go to the NBC NDC's website or or call them. Uh, but uh, Ryan, tell us about the the hunt. How how successful was it? And for people that you know are just trying to get this picture in their mind, um, how big of an animal are we talking about here? So, um, the, the the hogs. First of all, yeah, it was a great time. We were successful. The, there was another group uh, that was down in the same area that we were hunting. Um, they were from Mississippi. Those guys, man, they went there to sling some lead, and they <laughs> they, they did. There, I bet they. They got one that was no more than three weeks old. I mean, it was kind of sad. Um, all the way up to probably around 150 pounds. Um, wow. We, we didn't see any of these, you know, bruisers that would make the cover of a magazine when we were down there. Would you there. call it, Bo, Hogzilla? Hogzilla, that's it. Exactly. Uh, Ryan, what, what, kind of, what kind of firearms did you guys use on your trip, and were you in a vehicle when you did it? Uh, no, I was not in a vehicle, nothing, you know, nothing crazy like a helicopter or anything like that. Um, we were sitting predominantly in blinds or we were out walking around doing still hunts. Um, I went really old school and used a 30-30. It was actually a 30-30 oh, wow. that was given to me by uh, my uncle uh, who passed away in 2014. And he's the one that was really instrumental in getting me into into hunting Um um, but most of the other guys that I went with went with some sort of variant of an AR-15. Hmm. Nice. Ryan, <laughs> That's what I imagine yeah. I would go with. We're talking to Ryan Conley right. from In Season Financial about his uh, hog hunting trip in Texas. Uh, Ryan, got a few minutes left here, but before we, we run too short on time, uh, as I mentioned, In Season Financial, uh, now one of the great sponsors of the show, so we certainly appreciate that. Uh, tell people about tell people about the, the company and, and what you guys do. Well, appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to pigeonhole anybody, but it sure seems like there's no shortage of financial advisors, financial planners in the St. Louis market. Um, and uh, what in-season financial is trying to do is uh, work with fellow outdoors, outdoorsmen, people that have a passion for the outdoors. Uh, there's a lot of, in my, my estimation, I found a lot of correlations between hunting and fishing and, you know, adventure motorcycle riding or hiking, camping, all those different things um, into what I do for financial planning. Um, and it's also to try to encourage people to start, you know, living now before waiting for retirement. You know, I, I've talked to a lot of people who just plan, you know, for retirement that could be 10, 15, 20 years into the future or for some people, it may never happen. And what we want to do is, is live this life before, you know, at, at every, every step of the way. Uh, and for me, you know, my passions are outdoor related. I'm, I'm assuming there's a number of other people that have these same, these same passions. Um, and so why not bring, you know, the, the power that in season financial has through the affiliation I have with, uh, some or the registration, I should say, with with the firm I'm with, 
Ryan, I'd love to hear you say that about like living now and taking advantage of, you know, the time that we have now to get outside and whether it's hunting or fishing or camping or whatever, it's just good for the soul. We, we talk about that all the time uh, on the show here. So anything to, you know, to, to, to be able to unplug and get away and, and do that stuff is just great. Uh, website, social media, that kind of stuff. How can people uh, learn more about in season financial? Yep. So the website is, you know, www.nseasonfinancial.com. Um, there is a, a Facebook page, the same, the same, uh, same name. Um, and then, you know, my phone number to the office is uh, 314-699-9218. Great stuff. And yeah, I'm sure Ryan, we'll it, it, get you back on. It was, yeah. It was, you know, the thing is, is this guy's always out and about. He's always hunting, fishing, hiking. So I think he will be, a, a, he'll, will be living uh, vicariously, vicariously through his life. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm sure this uh, will not be the last story that we hear from uh, Ryan <laughs> as we go forward. So we certainly appreciate, Ryan, you being uh, uh, a part of the show within season and sharing your story and look forward to having you back on and, and talking more about the great outdoors in the near future. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Maybe Ryan can. Uh, maybe Ryan can. He did the hog. Now maybe he can do the bear hunting stuff. That's yeah, coming up this year. So absolutely, I bet he'd be in for that. Good <laughs> All stuff. right, we've got to wrap up this show. Don't forget about the podcast exclusive. Or if you missed anything from this show, go and download the podcast. Get the Second Amendment Radio and Great Outdoors podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Odyssey app is where I would suggest that you get it from. And uh, make sure you check out this week's podcast exclusive where we will be talking to the professional fisherman, Mike Marfell. Uh, That is going to do it for this week's show. For Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, T. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 